Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from the Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstman. Why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. All right, man. You're listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast, man. It's time to get yeah. roasted and toasted. What's up? I guess. What's up, Lee? Um, doing another episode. <laughs> Twiddling my thumbs having to deal with again but that's okay i guess you know mr contrarian co-host i'm not a contrarian i'm 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 i'm, I'm a guy who, who who who's correct that is wrong sir no <laughs> all right why don't you introduce our guest man i bet he's itching to say something <laughs> hi mr itchy just gonna it's just trainer how you doing I'm doing all right, fellas. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. I think he's sobering up now, but uh, why yeah. would I start? Well, I don't know how long you've been drinking today, Lee. I just started five minutes ago. <coughs> I've been doing off and on. I, I did take a hit. And, of I'm, and I'm, I'm doing more now. I did take a hit of a, like a little wheat, wave vapey, whatever I'm trying to say. Hello. What's up? Oh man! Uh, so before we get into like bullshitting it to each other, uh, let me yeah, let's it. not do that. Let's just you know talk about music. <laughs> nah, we got a bullshit man. Well, that's why I don't like to hear the episodes after we're done. You know, I've been listening to our episodes lately, dude. You've been a dick to me. Shit. Oh well, I don't like to listen to myself do that. So of course I'm not gonna listen. God dang! I didn't know how bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't remember that. Oh, listen to Duff Leopard Hysteria. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh, no, oh. I, 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 I don't want to listen to that album. <laughs> don't listen to the episode. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, is that better? Oh God, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> today we're doing Stevie Ray Vaughan couldn't stand the weather. I yeah. mean, Lee, Lee said, instead of me just picking shit, just give him a list and let him pick for my list. So, I wonder yeah. why you're going to pick off my list next. <laughs> That's how this went down. Because your list, your list is what I'll pick. I'll pick that little thing right off of your list. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you're going... Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> your mic, you're like getting a little shaky here. Oh, uh, uh, all right. Hey, man. So, is it good uh, now? Yeah. So, how have you been doing, Lee? I've been doing all right. All right. That's it. Yeah. So you've been all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I, I don't like to talk about everything that goes on in my life for the podcast. That's you. You're Mister Gossip Monger. 
Uh, let's see, what did I do this week? I washed the car, I drank some whiskey, I smoked some weed, and I watched, I'm watching Hands Made Tale with the wife right now, and I scored some weed, and then, and then I went to work. And <laughs> went on a Sammy Hagar ta tangent. Well, you guys think it's a tangent? It's not. I got, alright, I'll tell you what I did. I, I, I got up. I got coffee, <laughs> then I worked on music, and then I just waited for a few hours, and then I went to sleep, and then the next day I did the same thing. Well, I'm just saying, it ain't a tangent, man. It's just me being a dick. <laughs> oh, well, see, we did a, we did a little show yesterday. I mean, it'll be six weeks ago now but we did that little show yesterday no you got a show to go to tomorrow yeah i do that's yep. seven weeks ago now <laughs> seven weeks ago you saw it and you'll know how great it was and well all yeah. that he'll tell me he'll tell me after it's over <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool man i i hope he gets to see her and gets to shake her hand and take a picture yeah uh, that'll be rad for me too because I, I live through Lee, you know, I, I vicariously live yeah. through Lee. Lee. Lee is my guru. I'm glad that this is coming out later because, you know, I, I, I don't want to have someone maybe chance upon looking at this episode and then that ruins my chances. Yeah, so uh, Charles, he said you want to <laughs> be on the video. Don't bring it up that he's missing a concert tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Don't jinx Thanks. him. You'll, you'll get pissed off. Don't you. jinx him up. Don't jinx the Lee. Nobody jinxes the Lee. Nobody puts Lee in a corner, baby. <laughs> well, they do, but they don't realize it. Yeah, I try not to. I, I, I That's why I'm careful with All what right. I ask you now. Uh, Thank you. But, man, Charles, what have you been doing except uh, getting blasted and watching your Browns win? Uh, not much else. <laughs> and freaking thinking I like tr Trickster for some reason. I just like a few songs <laughs> and a couple albums. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like that first album at all. But, uh. I thought they're like their best. No. 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 That comment just came up because you were like, wow, they're still fire on fire. There's um, still. I, well, most of the grunge bands are dead, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so it's that, like. It's like. Ex extreme and, and all these other bands are doing great. Oh, Christ. Well, getting an opening slot with Cheap Trick and Aerosmith is not too bad to be an opening act for those bands. So, you could fuck off. <laughs> well, my, my only point would be, would be, if Kirk Cobain hadn't shot his, blew his brains out, would he be playing a rib house in Indiana? Well, Kirk Cobain was already going downhill. Let me give you the history. They were going downhill. Nirvana would be playing rib houses right now. But we wouldn't have great, we wouldn't have fucking Foo Fighters, which is way better than Nirvana. Would Soundgarden be playing county fairs? No, Soundgarden was still playing. Without and, and I mean now yeah. no they were, play, they were playing a, they were playing arenas dude and they had uh, the pretty records right. open for them so oh Soundgarden was oh. still doing great Soundgarden was doing better than Alice in Chains that's like saying the Beatles wouldn't be doing that well because they're not together anymore come on they're not gonna be playing rib houses no I I'm saying or, that Soundgarden see, wasn't playing rib houses they were they no. were together up to his death so. Uh, I'm saying that Soundgarden is actually doing better than Alice in Chains. 
lie. What lie? There's no shame. Look, there's no shame in these bands being better than Firehouse or Trickster. Who said they because, weren't? Huh? Who said they were better than Firehouse? You were implying that. You were implying it that day. You know, I remember. Know. You you look into shit, dude. I said, uh, well, they're way better than Screaming Trees. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not even a fair comparison. I don't. I, I didn't even know that you knew of that group. Oh yeah, I know Screaming Trees. They're okay. Huh? I, 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 I've never. I've always wanted to see what a tree sounds like when it screams, mm. just not from the Wizard of Oz. Go, <laughs> mm. get off! You pick my barber. <laughs> We're off to see the wizard, the one of a Wizard of Oz. All right, everybody sing mm -hmm. because because. I mean, it can be like maybe Mud Honey, but they're a really good band though. But... Mud Honey is a good band. I like Mud Honey. You're 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 you're. you're... Uh, I'll, 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 I'll read a book and then when you're done, I'll come back. Oh, I was just going to get to the album now, Lee. Shit. Oh, okay. So now I'll talk about Battlestar Galactica. What do you think okay, is better, I'll... the new Battlestar or the old Battlestar? Oh, come on. <laughs> the old one. Okay. Nate will disagree with you. <laughs> I like both. I like the old one better. I know why you talk about all this stuff. It's because all of the people who's lives are filled with trivia like to watch the show that's why you do it well i'm a and you're one of them well i have all this pop 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 culture knowledge in my head and uh, if i yeah don't, but, but it's if all I don't boring use, crap if i don't it's, use it it's gonna explode then you'll have an it's all part. the boring crap you've ever wanted to hear did you watch battlestar galactica lee I once in a while walked in the room and I thought, hmm, okay, and then I left. Did you watch the newer one, which was a lot darker? Um, <coughs> no, but you know the women had their shirts tucked in in that second. All right, I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to take a look then. <laughs> and then they don't, and Lee's going to go, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. They had their they were All mil right. They were military. They had their All right, I'll them. watch it then. I'll, I'll watch it then. What yeah. was the... What was the TV show that was out a couple years ago that Megan Good was in? It was some remake or something. Megan who? Megan Good. It was a remake of one of those 80s movies. I, I, I remember her a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She wore tucked in clothes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The only thing I'm pissed off is that Good Girls got canceled. Now I don't get to see Christina oh. Hendricks once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like redheads, but I make an exception for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's big, juicy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like the Kool Aid man, wanting to get some Kool Aid. Hey, come here, baby, give me some Kool Aid. <laughs> she talks too, Lee. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah she talks. Give me a, give me a list of all these people, and then and then I'll I'll be very happy next week. You'll be very happy with her. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Um, well, we're doing Stevie Ray Vaughan's "Couldn't Stand the Weather." It was released May 15th, 1984. I was recorded at the Power Station New York. It's blues. It's Texas blues. It fucking rocks. Spoiler alert. Stevie Ray Vaughan. This is his second album. Uh, his first album was Texas Flood. Uh, how did you get into Stevie Ray Vaughan, Lee, if you have? Oh, yeah. I, I had the album back in the day. You know, he was on MTV. You know, everybody knew of him. So, you know, when I found the album, um, 
at St. Vincent de Paul, of course, for 50 cents, I'll pick it up. And it was really good. And so most of the good albums that I got back then were from thrift stores. Yeah, man, you, you tell me that. I, I found a lot of good albums from thrift stores. I got uh, Sticks, uh, Cotney Act Live version vinyl, unopened. That was fucking awesome. But, uh, hmm. and I got the whole uh, Kiss solo albums C on CD unopened for a dollar. Now each. that's a good deal. Cost me a dollar each. So four dollars for the whole set. <laughs> you did good there. Gene Simmons goes, he wants his 20, his 50, his 50 cents. He wants half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but how'd you get into Steve Ray Vaughan, uh, Charles? Well, I got a probably a two-part story on this i'll get into the first part now and then when we get into the tracks i'll do the other part but uh i actually heard of him my uncle uh, at a family dinner he was saying he was going to a really cool venue that he used to have in cleveland called nautica stage it was a smaller venue right on a place called the flats which was like a party area in cleveland and he said dude's name, and I was like, I never heard of that guy. He, it was Steve Ray Vaughan. He said, oh, that's a blues dude. I was like, oh, okay. And then I just heard of him from there. And uh, being a guitar aficionado, I'm going to put Stevie probably in my top three or four guitarists ever. Nice. Hmm. Uh, the second part of the story, when we get into the album, I, that'll probably clarify it more. But just from uh, word of mouth and things like that. I was, you know, a little young while he was alive. Still, I'm a little younger than you guys. And uh, I, I think I heard his song on one of a uh, movie. One of his songs on a movie. First. And cool. I had no idea he played on the David Bowie record. Uh, hey, hey, Lee, are you recording a porno? What's going on over there? <laughs> oh, damn it. I'll have to turn off my fan. Oh, yeah. I'm just going. Here. I, Sounds like somebody's getting some sucky fucking. That happened on the Kiss episode, and, I was, and then Lee jumped in my shit, and it was going on when I was speaking. And I'm not on iron lungs, so no. Right, I'm not, so, sorry. sorry. I was telling him to, to fix his uh, fan, dude. But the. Uh, uh, I had no idea he played on Let's Dance and things like that. I mean, he was a coveted player by many, many in the industry at the time, and uh, just a phenomenal guitar player, and uh, fell in love with him probably first time I ever heard him. Yeah, uh, Lee's fan was interrupting you, dude. I was telling him to watch it. <laughs> so I was like, and now it's still doing a blowing sound, and it's not on. Oh, wow. So screw it. I'm turning it on again. Well, you know, when you turn it on, it messes up your vocals, dude. You go... Well, do you hear me now? Yeah, but you were sounding like Darth Vader. All right, well, my fan is on now. Can't you push it back a little way from the mic? If I sound good right now, I'm fine. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. I wasn't meaning to interrupt you, Charles, but you're on the Freeform Rock Podcast, America's Podcast. And we interrupt everybody, even each other. <laughs> so get used to it, man. It has nothing to do with you. It's just we're dicks. All right, man. This is how I got to see Ray Vaughn. I, I got into it on his last album, In Step. I heard the song, This House is a Rockin'. And I got, oh. And then I heard fucking uh, Crossfire. Oh, my God. That is fucking amazing. Fucking went out and bought the tape or CD. I think it was a tape at the time. 
And then I went and got back his other shit. And then I heard one of the best songs I've ever heard by somebody. But I will get into that when we get into that song. But, uh, and uh, I, I, just a little side story. When Stevie Ray Vaughan passed, my friend Danny Toronto, <coughs> he went out to his street with a black can of spray paint and painted SRV on the street. It stayed there for three years hmm. until it finally wore off. I thought that was cool. That was a cool tribute to SR, Stevie Ray Vaughan, man. But yeah. fuck, man. He died in a helicopter crash. Was he 27, too? I don't know, but and amazingly, Eric, Eric Clapton declined a seat. D doesn't this story sound familiar? Who declined yeah. seats on the fucking the day the music died? <laughs> yep. Yep. Great, right? Yeah, you lost the big bopper. You lost Richie Valens, and you lost uh, Buddy Holly. But one of the guys survived because he didn't take. He said, oh, "I'll just go. I'll I'll meet you guys there," you know. Because yeah. Stevie Ruvon took the helicopter to try to get him to the next show quicker. He didn't really want to go, and they talked him into it. You know, we'll get there faster, you know. So, fuck helicopters, man. What the fuck do people want to fly in helicopters? Those things are dying death traps. Even the military doing training exercises die. <laughs> Those fucking things, man. <laughs> They're fucking horrible. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hit the mute button, lady. I, I, I'm, I'm on my chrome. Alright. Alright, man, but fucking hell. Josie was about 26. Yeah. Where was he? Well, 54 to 9. You guys suck at math. Alright, math sucks, man. <laughs> math. You, you, are you ever going to use geometry? Are you going to build rockets? No. Thank you. <laughs> Algebra. Yeah. Awesome. That'd have been 36, I guess. He was a little bit older than 27. Who? Big Bopper? No, Stevie. Stevie? Uh, let me. What year did he die? I could just look that up. What? He was born in 54. He died in 90. Okay, let's see. What, what age is. Seriously, what age did Stevie Ray Vaughn die at? Oh, you fucking phone. Why are you fucking me? <laughs> I'm fucked up. I just turned my phone off. <laughs> I think it would be 36. Yeah, he was 36. He wasn't 27, but he was still a young man. And and it could have been even worse. Like I said Eric Clapton turned down a seat on the helicopter. So I heard Eric Clapton's playing really well, too. Uh, our our friend from the Black Spinner podcast, Kate Dore, went and saw him for, like, cheap. Because she said you get on StubHub the day of the concert, you could get tickets for, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Damn. You hear that, Lee? You get on StubHub for twenty. Oh, he turned his mic off. He must be having it. Now, now I turned it back on again because you asked me right when I turned it off. So now I guess <laughs> I'll have to blow my nose with the mic on. No, I just said he's off. So hold on. <laughs> I hopefully, noticed you were off. Hopefully, it's one of them old school honker blow your nose sounds. Those are hilarious. Those would be great. Yeah. I got queen tickets for cheap like that. And got really good seats. Uh, Never thought of that, man. I need to try that, man. There's like, yeah, it's like, time to hit. So it's almost, I want to see the B-52s, dude. They're playing their Wouldn't fight. that be funny Like if, 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 if you have to be searched by a security guard and right when he does it, you just blow, blow, you take a finger and you blow a big snot thing at him? 
Dude, you know what's cool? I went to a con my 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 good friend Danny Herbert. We went to a concert. We saw Maiden, and we saw other I saw other concerts with them. But this guy is fucking intelligent. You know what he does? He takes one of those plastic water bottles. He fills it up with fucking rum or whiskey or whatever straight alcohol he wants to drink during the concert. And he fucking gets wasted off that shit. He got wasted last night. He had a fucking nitty had to oh. work. I called in. I go, fuck that. My knee hurts. I have FMLA. I'm calling it. But uh, he does that, dude. And the thing is, it's not metal, so you don't have to take it out of your pocket. So when you go through the scanners and they wand you, they don't do that. And they don't even make you empty your pockets up. So, dude, you could sneak alcohol. Hey, kids, if you're under 21, don't do it. But if you're over 21... Get a water bottle and fill it with alcohol and fucking bring it into shows. Because paying 50... I didn't even buy any alcohol last night. I smoked some weed in the car before we went in. Because I'm not paying 20 bucks a glass. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but uh, that's the way you sneak alcohol into concerts, kids. Alright. Yeah. Wish they get StubHub drinks. <laughs> StubHub drinks. <laughs> God. Dude. That, I I'll talk about this on the video. Um, but... Uh, because I like talking about current news in a video and then people go nine weeks later, uh, oh, this is old news. Uh, so let's StubHub chicks, StubHub hot chicks with their shirts tucked in. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now Wait, we're talking. You should make your own site. I, I have one. I have some on Facebook. Well, you should make your own site called... Uh, women with their shirts tucked in. Please post pics. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I was the first one on Yahoo when they had Yahoo groups, and I actually um, promoted by club by by making tons of flyers about it. I showed yeah, the homepage, and then I went and I gave them to people, and then they it got real big. All right, now let's get into the, these tracks, man. Uh, Leela doesn't like to dilly dally, so. Uh, well, we already did, so. There. <laughs> All right, man. We'll get into. And the now I now since I'm on on Skype because I, I I look for my my microphone now I can't get to my notes. Well, so oh. I so so I guess I'm going to um. Get your notes, dude. Uh, you, you I, your I guess can't, I'll can't you just like minimize your sign out? Your, no, no I, I got it on my phone. I'll do it on my minimize phone. Minimize your Skype and put. I got two. I can't because I went to my microphone. But <laughs> I got I got it right here on my phone now. Thank you. Chromebook sucks. Can you give me just two minutes? You talk and I'm gonna get more water so I can drink. All right. Well, I'm gonna. We're gonna start off. I'll be right back in right. two minutes. All right. Well, it's fine because Charles is gonna say stuff. First. All right. Uh, we got this, man. So we get to the first track, Scuttlebutty, an instrumental, one of the classics by Steve Ray Vaughan, and Charles Pickett. So here's Scuttlebutting on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
Okay, Charles, you picked that track. Why did you pick this track? Well, this is part two of the uh, D.B. Rayvon Charles story, I guess. Uh, I'm sorry, I have already mentioned one of my buddies back home in a previous episode named Brian. Well, his dad still does a TV show, a local TV show back in the East Ohio area called the Son of Ghoul Show. And uh, it's a horror it's a horror movie kind of thing. And gives uh, his scuttle button as like his intro in each show. And uh, the Son of Ghoul is actually pretty good friends with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Every time he came to the Cleveland and I'm back up. They met up, they did interviews. There's interviews on YouTube uh, that the son of did with Steve Ray Vaughan. One of his prized possessions is uh, a guitar strap. It was Ray Vaughan's guitar strap that was autographed to uh, the son of Ghoul. And he told me a lot of stories about Stevie and stuff like that. So that's how I kind of further discovered him. So just because of that, I picked Scuttle Button because of that. Because it's the. Uh, Second song on every episode of his TV show. It's been going on 30 years now. Uh, what, mm. a, what a blues opener. Um, the guitar work is uh, literally self explanatory on this. The short blast that is the type of blues I dig. Uh, nobody did it quite like Stevie to me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Charles. But Lee, mean. you're hearing that blowing, and you hear him go, ah, ah. Well, I was saying that for a different reason. But you, ah, oh, sounded like you got. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was, I was, I, I, I wasn't doing that all pleasure. Did you buy that flashlight? Is that what happened? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Charles, sorry. You, you're exactly right. I heard everything you said. I was listening to the background of Lee. It was like... Hey. I'll end the review of the song with this. Uh, this reminds me of a rural, a rural Texas roadhouse walking in there. A real one, not the chain. Now, cracking open a shiner box. And enjoying life and listen to this song. Love this song. Mm. What do you think about it? Well, the reason why I was going mm, was because I was saying out of all the songs someone would pick, I'm really hoping that no one picks this one, and I thought it would be Mark, so, oh boy. But anyway, he plays it well, and it's a fast song, but it's not the best song on here. It's more to show how fast he can play. And the melodic line is basically a simple chord progression. It was probably thought of at the last minute to give the album a couple of extra minutes of playing time, and they put it on as the first track to make it seem important. But I think it would have been better later on the album, if at all. It's not unenjoyable, but it's a bit too studied. And I didn't get the feeling for it like I do with some of the other songs on here. I, I I kind of agree about the track listing. I think this should have been track number two. Couldn't stand okay. the weather. Should have opened the album. Uh, but uh, this is, to me, this is one of the best blues instrumentals ever. Short and sweet, uh, and it moves and it fucking grooves. I fucking agree with Charles. No. I think I don't think he's playing that fast. He's just playing and blues, dude, is simple chord progression. So what do you think he is? Dream Theater or Rush? 
No, I mean, I, I, I don't dislike it, but it's just, it's, I, it's <laughs> not the, it's not the song that got me into the album. Sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't for me either. I, I already went over why I like. You know, picked it. It's kind of a dedication to a friend. And then, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. And then I got beat. I mean, I got beat up two or three episodes ago about track listing and how it was not sequenced right. Jesus Christ! Can we make up our minds around this fucker? Or what? What? Uh, we just said this should have been track number two. <laughs> how is that Lee? Lee got in my ass hard about GNR about how that the track sequencing didn't matter, but no. on this one it does. I'm just oh, teasing. oh, you're going off on Lee, not me, because I didn't. Yeah, oh, I, I, yeah, I can take it. I can take it at we'll least. Get, I, the only defense of it, I guess, I can understand that, but I think we end with one an instrumental too, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't want to jump. Too much. Well, so. it's cool to end with an instrumental, but the start with yeah. an instrumental is kind of weird. Well, that well, that one end. You know, maybe I don't know. My maybe there was some thought process there. You never know. I don't know. It was but, only in twenty-two seconds, so that's why I said short and sweet, and it grooves and it moves like, to the point. You know, like we're rocking uh, and it's rocking. <laughs> drunken. I say it's. I didn't say it was my favorite. We're drunken and a rocking. There you go. <laughs> All right, now we get to the next track. Uh, why did I say all right? I sound like a fucking game show host. All right, I'll take <laughs> that for 200. Uh, all right, Alex. <sighs> so this character said, all right, all right. In what movie? What is? Days and Confused. <laughs> all right, man, we got our game show portion of the podcast done. All right. Oh, there we go again. All right, all right, all right, all right. What happens when you smoke weed before your podcast? You start turning into Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's couldn't stand the weather. What do you think of this, Lee? Oh, this should have been the opening song. It's really good. It's well written, and the layering of guitars shows what he can do. It's a big improvement over the first song, which appeals to simpletons who can't tell the difference between a good and a bad Ario Speedwagon song. Oh, I did this a lot. That's a shot at me, Charles. Because <laughs> I'm the one who likes Aria Speedwagon. <laughs> uh, Charles, what do you think of Could It Stand the Weather? Well, that song opens with some uh, rather understated guitar. Then it goes into excellent stop and go runs. Uh, I love the shifting time signatures. Tommy Shannon on bass and Chris Layton on drums were a great rhythm section, I thought, and they served the player. Jimmy Vaughn, Stevie Ray Vaughn's brother, had a rhythm in this piece. And uh, we get his first, Stevie's first singing on the record, his voice. The back of his guitar to my ears. But, man, the guitar is better by hair. Uh, the song smokes. The... Uh, Little, little rhythm runs are just tremendous. Absolute classic song. Love it. Yeah, man, I, I agree with both of you. This is groovetastic. This is he's one of the best that does a blues groove with this mm -hmm. playing, and that band is on fire. Double trouble ain't no slouch. And then you get Stevie's vocals is so fucking good. I feel his style of blues is what Pantera did to metal. 
Spencer mm. had the groove metal. He had the groove blues. Because nobody was doing groovy blues like Stevie. Well, you 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 had me until you mentioned Pantera. <laughs> hey, I gotta get those metal fans in here. Come on, man. Work with yeah. me, Lee. Work with me. <laughs> I I really work hard in order to get myself to push that button to come on here. Hey Lee, I love you and I appreciate you. And you <coughs> okay? How about that? And you're 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 right, fifty percent of the time. All well, right. that's that's fifty percent okay to say. <laughs> All right, then we get to the next track. The things that I used to do. What do you think of this one, Lee? If someone is going to do slow blues, they need to do it like this. This is a cool jam, and I can feel it. People who generally like the blues can't tell the difference because the blues for them is like a hamburger. They like it simple, and they can't tell the difference in nuances of sound. But they get a pass if they like this song because it's pretty good. What do you think of it, Charles? Uh, it's a cover of a blues song by Guitar Slim. I think I wrote his name down. I don't know. Uh, Stevie's singing is incredible on this number. And he had true soul in his voice. Uh, for the guitar nerds that might be listening out there, I'll just quick breakdown here. Stevie Ray Vaughan played 13s. Uh, what does that mean? Well, Jimmy Page played 10s. Eddie Van Halen played 9s. And what that really means is the gauge of the strings. And, uh, Mm -hmm. That's incredibly hard to do these bends he does at 13s. Uh, just incredible, incredible. His, his idol, Jimi Hendrix, played 13s as well. Uh, just a wonderful number. Great, great, great cover. And, uh, his, his talent was undeniable. He's one, one of the baddest ass guitarists that ever lived, in my estimation. Someone other than me is doing this blowing sound. Nah, it's not me. Not me, I don't have a fan. Oh. I don't have it on now! Alright, it might be my fan above me, but I don't think... I'll turn it off. Okay, thank you! <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the culprit. Oh my god, that sucks. Can you hear it? Alright, now it's on, not on, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, but when you went guitar nerd thing, dude, you just lost half the audience. <laughs> we ain't that one podcast that gives you all these fucking drop chord D's and this day. It's about tuning. It's about like a guy that plays, let's say a baseball terminology, a guy uses a, a heavier bat. That's all it is. I got a heavier bat. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it harder to play, but man. <laughs> get a tone out of it if you can <laughs> all right so this is what i think of it this is deep down fucking texas blues here baby the guitar tone is ear candy close your eyes drink some whiskey and sit in a fucking chair and fucking melt and listen to this shit and fucking let the music just fucking in, in penetrate you like you do a fucking pussy or, mm. or women how you get penetrated I'm, I'm being equal opportunity here. I'm not a... Uh, okay, people who don't like porno, I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> I don't like porno either. So, uh, I, I love it. It's a great fucking track. 
And then we get to the next track. Since this this album only had eight songs and we didn't do the bonus track version, uh, I, I had them pick one track and I picked one track. So Mark gets to pick a track this time. And I think I picked my favorite. And it's a cover. Voodoo Child Slight Return by Stevie Ray Vaughan only on Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
Okay, that was Voodoo Child's Slight Return. Guess what? Since I picked it, I'll go first this time. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that's different, man. I'm, I'm changing. I'm doing a change-up like in baseball. Uh, sorry, Jimi Hendrix. 
Love the original, but Stevie takes this song to a whole new fucking level of perfection for me. The playing, the vocals, man, he gave it a bigger groove also. This fucking track is amazing. What do you think about it, Lee? Is this better than Hendrix? I can't say that, but I can say it's as good as Hendrix. He really plays this very well, and I could easily hear this over the original any time if need be. What do you think about it, Charles? Well, the Jimi Hendrix standard, who happened to be a uh, SRV's idol, and Stevie goes there on the album. The uh, song was played live back then, and does he pull it off? Uh, again, Hendrix guitar covers are gutsy areas to go. Um, it's uh, The band is just slamming on the track. SRV's guitar playing is at times... Almost a direct facsimile of Hendrix, but also puts his own flavor to it to make it an interesting, interesting piece on its own. All I can say about this cover is I, it's equally loved to my ears to the Hendrix version. No more, no less. And isn't that the ultimate goal of a cover? I do believe Jimmy would have approved of it. I know I do. It's my favorite track on the album. Mine too. I'm surprised you picked Scuttlebutt and I, I expected one of you two to pick this track and I go, oh, I get to pick it. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> Scuttlebutt was more of a nod to like my buddy's TV show oh. and that he was with Stevie, so that's, that's why. Right. That's cool of you, man. And then we get, we flip this bitch over if he had the vinyl and we get to the first track on side two, Cold Shot. What'd you think about that one, Lee? One of the best songs on the album. It seems simple, but unlike Skull Button, which was simple, this takes a very specific type of guitar playing, and the bass and the beat and the whole vibe of the thing is more complex than the blues simpletons would get. This is top-notch blues. All right, I'm going to go second. I'm going to change it up again. Uh, man, for a second album, this guy is such a pro. This song is a stone-cold fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan fucking classic. Again, with the blues groove that is just so untouchable. And the band, like you said, leaves the drums and the bass are fucking knocking it out of the park, man. Mm -hmm. Fucking killer. What did you think about it, Charles? A Cold Shot's another Stevie Ray Vaughan classic. song has a killer groove to it. And for Stevie, a little more understated guitar solo for him on this. But that means it's still better than most of y'all's favorite guitarists out there it still smokes groove and the band make the song work for me uh over all elements of it it's an absolute great track i mean it's a fucking classic it's steep great fun there ain't no simpleton music i don't know what the fuck that means anyway well i wrote that in my notes so since i wrote it i have to read it yeah, I know. Yeah, you're like you're like fucking the dude from fucking uh, Anchorman. You write the fucking on teleprompter. You gotta say it, fuck off. <laughs> 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 fucking uh, Ron Burgundy, bitch. You're fucking Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Yeah, and... you should watch Anchorman. <laughs> uh, uh, you like Will Ferrell? Uh, maybe. Yeah, watch the movie. Chris, Chris, right. Applegate is in there too. Yeah. I, I think I saw a little bit, and I, I think I kind of liked it. The second one's just as good to me. first one's better by hair. It's pretty good, too. And uh, Paul Rudd's in there, too, man. Uh, hmm. 
And so is fucking uh, his buddy John C. Riley. No, John C. Riley isn't in there. It's that one. Oh. It's the one dude with the chicken and the bats. Ah, oh, hmm. fucked up. But let's get to the next track, Ten Pan Alley. Lee, you picked this, so here it is. Uh-huh. Reform Rock Podcast. Yeah. 
That was Tin Pan Alley. Me and you both picked a cover, Lee. Why'd you pick this track? This is the best song on the album. The only thing that irritates me is that he has to put a fast part before it's finished. And that's probably to cater to the blue simpletons who think the fast part is great. But if the song is great, I won't quibble. This makes me think of walking slowly down the street at night and looking at the emptiness in the buildings reflected by the moonlight. Great song. Okay, Lee. Simpletons again. So are you Mr. Robinson, dude, giving the kids the word of the day? Today, kids, the word of the day is simpleton. Mr. No, Mr. I'm, I'm... Mr. Robinson needs to pay his rent, but his, but, his, but his landlord is a simpleton and can't figure out he doesn't have money. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to see... Who gets angry when I say it? That way I know who it is. Right, it's like when, when when you um have to get bugs out of your living room, you, you light like um some incense or something, then when the bugs crawl out you notice them. That's what I'm doing. Alright, so kids, the word of the day is simpleton. Okay. Uh Charles, what do you think of this song? Uh Song starts off with all I can say is um, just making a guitar sing. I've heard you talk about that before, Mark, and that's he's just making this guitar sing here. Tommy Shannon's bass work is also great, and about a couple minutes in, we're blessed with Stevie's voice. Long, kind of a long interlude into it. Uh, he alternating between breathy tones and loud sung passages. Also, uh, he just shows great vocal range on this track. It's important to note this man can play and sing at the same time in his sleep. Check out the live videos. And he, can ex and he could expertly also alternate between rhythm and lead playing. Austin in the City Limits, man. You guys need to check oh, yeah. Austin City Limits. I saw it. I'm guaranteeing. I'm guaranteeing this this isn't studio magic on this. This this is probably played live in the studio. What a tremendous talent. Allow allow this to be a document of his talent. It's such a great track. I fucking agree with you, man. This is some killer slow down blues. Stevie is playing on my heart strings of my soul on this one. And like you said, he's singing with his guitar, dude. I, I, it's like Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, even Frank Zappa, Eddie Van Halen, dude. It's like all the great guitar players could make their guitars sound like they're singing. Paul Gilbert, Mr. Big, Paul Gilbert solo, uh, Racer X. These guitar players could make a song with no lyrics and just sing with their fucking guitar. Stevie's done that several times. And he, like when he did the version of The Sky is Crying, it was instrumental. 
no fucking lyrics, man. Or what's that? No, he did. I forgot what it was. But he did an instrumental of a song that had lyrics. And it was just amazing. He didn't need to sing on that. But this song just fucking rules. And then we get to the next song, Honey Bee. What do you think of this one, Lee? It's great. This is the most like old blues. Very cool song. Great for listening to at a bar with friends. What do you think about it, Charles? A uh, shorter number written by Stevie. 12 bar blues to perfection. The guitar solos, as usual, are impeccable. Uh, this is why David Bowie wanted to hire him. Keith Richards loved him. So did Clapton. Just a kick-ass little number. I enjoyed it. Yep. And it was The Sky Is Crying. I was right. He did instrumental of that song. Oh, shit. You could buy it on CD for 8 bucks on Amazon. But, uh, <laughs> just letting you guys know. Fucking support your artists, even the dead ones, because it goes with their family, bitches. Uh... Fuck, honeybee. Where am I? Killer blue shuffle groove going on with traditional blues here, and I fucking love it. Fucking rules. And then we get to the last song on the album Stang Swag. What do you think about this one, Lee? This is a great way to close the album with a blues jazz song. This gets my approval. Top notch stuff. Very great. I'm going to go second because I want to fucking ask you a question about this song Lee. okay yeah. in my notes you put you said jazz right you said jazz right yeah I'm hearing you wrong <laughs> so my simpleton dum-dum to your great kazoo figured out this is some killer bl jazz blues going on in this song what do you think about me now <laughs> well i i know that that you can figure out what some jazz is okay but this is going on this is a great an album and this shows you how good the band was and they could play anything and now Lee is gonna give me more jazz <laughs> all I'm trying to say is you I would only put you down if you didn't like it but since you like it I'm not putting you down okay but I figured out the difference between jazz and blues Jeez. um not always not always all right, but, that, hey, but now that I like this song, like I if said... If you're going to make fun of me, the best way to do is to make fun of my voice. Even well, I do that. I like your voice, though. Your voice is... I like don't. I don't like it at all. I know. That's why you send me all these fucking instrumentals now, man. I miss the singing. I don't like my singing! Well, you know, either did fucking Jimi Hendrix. But fuck, we know he was great. Well, I like Jimi Hendrix's voice better than mine. Well, Jimi Hendrix didn't like his own voice. So you're in great company there. I'm giving you fucking kudos. Neither did John Lennon. Yeah, no, they didn't like All right. I don't like my voice when I hear myself on the podcast. And everybody tells me I sound like a DJ. I, I do. I think you I sound, sound better than me. <laughs> you got more personality than I do. Sometimes I'm a wet blanket. <laughs> No, you've got the personality. I've got the knowledge, but 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 if 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 someone gave you a cue card and you were able to pronounce the words without screwing them up, you do great. Cue uh, card. I still enunciate words wrong when I have them right in front of me. So it doesn't. I can't even say your last name. But we're not getting into that. Charles, what do you think of the last song on the album? Stang Swang. Hey, a little jazzy drums on there. In fact, 
This is just jazzy little numbers. So even I figured it out. All that uh -huh. stuck up jazz music that I love so much. Uh, huh. <laughs> that's why okay. you. That's why you and Lee get along better. <laughs> I like a lot of jazz, except for when it's just the sound of seventeen instruments playing different things at the same time. But mm. overall, uh, the drums are really great. Tommy Shannon's walking bass line was great, of course, and Stevie's playing is brilliant. Just, and a bit understated for him. Kudos to end the album with this cool jazzy cut, and he let the band shine. I mean, it's also a swing number, which also kind of is another part of it. It's not just jazz. Yeah. It's a whole other genre there, fellas. Oh, well. yeah. Well, well you, you remembered that part, and I forgot that. So this time I'll give you more credit than I give me. But I never See? get any credit unless I agree with it. Well. <laughs> Swing's a whole other genre, but it kind of ties hand in hand with jazz. So it's all good. Well, we are, we're all not that dumb. Uh, all, all right, uh, we are all well. If you're talking about everybody in the universe not being hundred <laughs> percent always dumb, I would, well, I, maybe. Well, you know what? It's not, I'm, I'm going to say this on the video. I want somebody to make something for me about you, Lee. Uh, but uh, like I said, um, I'm dumb, dumb to your. I'm I'm Fred Flintstone to your great. I'm dude. talking like this because I'm drinking, and when I drink, I like to say you're dumb. It makes me feel good. It's the way I entertain myself. Well, you are the far more superior. Well, hey. <laughs> yeah. How white did I sound there? Muffy. <laughs> hey, um, um, you, you could come to my pool party any day. <laughs> oh, Lee, you're so sexy. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you in. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the right, um, you know, um, trucks to wear. <laughs> oh God, you're probably giving me speedos, and I'll look smaller than I already am. Uh. Um, hmm. All right, my wife likes it. That's all that matters. Uh. <laughs> All right, self. We digress from self degradation. Uh, <laughs> whatever I'm trying to say. So then we get to, we get to our tracks of the week. Charles, you pick "Action" by The Sweet. It's a fucking great song, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, Lee always picks a great band that I like without their hits on it. Uh, he, uh. he picked. We did a Sweet album, and I didn't know any of those songs. Uh, we, 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 we didn't do a sweet album, did we? We did a sweet album. I know we did. You could, uh, oh, sweet. Or maybe cool. it was, what was a group that did Bullet Hits the Bone? Um, that ain't sweet. Golden Earring. Go, yeah, he picked a Golden Earring album that I didn't know any of the songs off of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he picked, and then he picked a fucking Mott and a Hoople. I thought he was going to pick something I know, like England Rocks or something. Or if oh, I, sweets. Sort of, I got something that I didn't know I was gonna like, but I liked it. So sweets at box on the run and well, I, I know I, I for some reason yeah. I get gold earring in the sweet. Yeah, there there quite a few bands actually, and maybe not as appreciated as they should have been. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bands like that. But you picked that, and then Lee picked Eric von Schmidt's Turtle Beach, which is a deep fucking blues track. I listened to it. I yeah. liked it. Fucking cool, Lee. 
Does he uh, have any good albums? He's he's got some cool stuff. Alright, and then I picked a song uh that was released right after Stevie's death that they already had recorded. Brothers by the Vaughn brothers. It's Stevie and Frickin' his brother. <laughs> you said his name <clears throat> earlier, but I can't remember Charles. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, he, Jimmy Vaughn, yeah, from the... Th mm. And he, he was, also he also gave me... Uh, no, it wasn't you who gave me that uh, Fabulous Thunderbirds. That was Brian that gave us that album. But that was a good mm. album, though. But, uh, that was a good album. It was a good album. But I, I would like to do like some hit album with some hits on it once in a while, Lee, that you could pick, but... Uh, okay, I'll do one. I'll do one. <laughs> give me... Like I say, hey, man, I like... Montana Hoople, and you give me one with fucking or the sweet. You give me Ballroom Blitz, you know. <laughs> you give me something I do know, but then I don't know the rest because sometimes I just know the singles. But um, that's our that's our podcast today, man. We hope you guys enjoy. Make sure and share, tweet, Instagram us. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Hardly on Twitter, but I'm more on Instagram here. We are on TikTok. Freeform Rock Podcast 2112 on TikTok. Because I made a podcast one with not that, but then I forgot the password to it. Uh, so I had to make two. So there's one floating around that gets no content on it. So look for 2112 Freeform Rock Podcast on on um, like a TikTok. We're on Instagram. It's Freeform Rock Podcast. I think it's free, sl bottom slash, form, bottom slash, rock bottom slash podcast on instagram yep. mark's doing kind of good he's getting about like close to 250 um um on um, instagram i mean that's i mean i've got like more than a thousand but i mean hey he's doing good with 250 that's all right well you've been building your instagram longer than i have <laughs> i just started I, basically actually i i went from it being where I was lucky to get like 12 people liking my stuff and then all of a sudden it's been shooting up and I've been like like within the last couple months it's been going heavy you know why why because I promote you on the freeform rock podcast so people go let's go check out Lee Gershman on his fucking shit because we like him better he's funnier than that other dweeb <laughs> maybe but but the people who are liking it are are musicians and classical people who wouldn't listen to this so oh, that's true go we uh yeah we won't do a bach episode or a beethoven no, uh, it's yeah so and all uh, right i won't i i all right i won't make you do bach or beethoven thank you or viardi or whatever his name is or whatever well brahms maybe i don't want to do brahms rock man enough maybe yeah okay well, this ain't rock. I'll do it on your show. You should do rock. Well, I, I, hey, man, I, 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 if I, if, if, if I get you drunk enough and I pick some interesting enough, you'll think it's rock. Well, you already did that with some a couple albums we did on here. And I'm gonna keep doing it. Fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, but they will rock. That's the whole thing. Is they will rock, and then that's what you don't understand. They'll fuck me in the ass. And be like, we will, we will fuck you. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Charles? Understand metal. Oh, uh, who? Wagner. Wagner. Oh, I don't know, dude. I ain't a classical nerd. I'm with Ian Wally on <laughs> classical music. Don't care. Uh, 
But I do, yeah, that's, I do that's like, why I don't I do like Lee's classical renditions on his stuff. Check out the Lee Gershman channel. On well, YouTube. then that's okay. Yeah, I, I don't mind if, if if you like what I do. You gave me had cool. a killer piano thing, and I sent you that like you played. We did last week's podcast. I said, "Thank that was you, beautiful." Thank you so much. Yeah. So you do like classical, or you like very, 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 very good classical? Yeah, like, like me. I like you. I like. Yeah, I like modern. That's classical. that's fine. That's that's cool. That's you know, um, as long as you like my stuff, you're all right. All right, man. Do you have any? Oh, oh fuck! We don't do closing thoughts. What is this? The plug? <laughs> we ain't the plug with Bushy and Metal Mike. So we just go fucking. Lee, your your track of the week, your track, your track is Underwater Tomato. Where did you come up with Underwater Tomato? I, I'm good at naming things. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we don't do no closing thoughts. We don't fucking do hello, goodbye, whatever. What do we do, Lee? We say goodbye. Bye-bye. What is that I hear?
for the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.